listeners, this is your host Farva with a brand new episode of the podcast Heritage Trails. In this episode, we have invited the distinguished professor from Brandenburg Technical University, Dr. Liu Schmidt. Dr. Schmidt read history of art, classical archaeology, and history at the universities of Freiburg and Munich and earned his doctorate in 1980 at Freiburg University. Dr. Schmidt has published on 18th, 19th, and 20th century architecture. Some of his most notable work include The Difficult Heritage of Berlin Wall. In today's episode, we will be talking to him about the rise, fall, and aftermath of memorialization of Berlin Wall. So Dr. Schmidt, could you tell us a bit more about Berlin Wall's history and how did you get involved with it? Yes, perhaps to understand why there was such a thing as the Berlin Wall in the first place, just to remind us. I mean, obviously there was the Second World War and Germany lost the war. And the victorious powers, essentially the Soviet Union, the United States of America, Britain and France, um, they uh, divided up uh, the German uh, territory. The, the eastern part, uh, the east of the rivers Oder Neisse, we are quite close to them here, that was lost completely, became Poland. Um, and the rest was divided into four occupation zones. Uh, the Soviet occupation zones and uh, zone and the, the, the three Western ones. And in uh, from 1948 onwards, um, the border line between the Soviet occupation zone and the Western occupation zones became impassable as part of the Iron Curtain, which went up uh, essentially at that time. And uh, in 19 uh, from 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 then on. Uh, people couldn't get out of the Soviet occupation zone into the West as uh, as they were used as they used to do because of economic and political reasons. Um, then, in 1949, uh, the two German states came into being: the Federal Republic of Germany in the West and the German Democratic Republic in the East, a, a communist uh, dictatorship under Soviet rule. And that, uh, even more than before, uh, caused people from uh, East Germany to, 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 to leave their country because they couldn't uh, stand the, the, the conditions. But they couldn't get out because the, the border was closed. There was just one hole in that uh, Iron Curtain, that was Berlin. Because Berlin, as the capital of Germany, uh, was a special case. It was uh, governed by uh, a four-power administration. The four victorious powers jointly governed Berlin. So Berlin uh, had uh, these sectors, the Soviet sector, the, the, right, the British, yeah. the, the French and the, the American sectors, uh, but there was no border between them. People could pass back and forth between East Berlin and West Berlin. All through the 1950s, uh, Berlin was like an island in in in, in the territory of the, the the East German state, but in uh, and people from the from from uh, from uh, the GDR could go to East Berlin, which was also the capital of the GDR. And once they were in East Berlin, they could cross to West Berlin. And once they were in West Berlin, they could get out yeah. by air <laughs> or whatever. And 2.7 million people did that between. 1951 and 1961, 2.7 million people out of a population of 17 or 18 million people. It was a huge drain of manpower for East Germany and it became really existential. I mean, it was threatening the existence of the state. 
So uh, finally, in 1961, uh, uh, the wall went up, as they say. I mean, uh, essentially, it was uh, West Berlin was encircled by uh, a wall, 144 kilometers, so that people from the from East Germany could not get to West Berlin and and, and leave the, the the city. That was at the time essential for the. GDR because otherwise they would not be able to exist any longer for the, because of that uh, drain of, of people. Uh, so that was, uh, the wall was uh, absolutely life essential for the, for the GDR uh, and that's why they defended it with everything they could. Uh, uh, the, the, the order, sh uh, shoot to kill order uh, on the border, every, it was the most heinous crime in the GDR to want to get out of the uh, the state, flight of the Republic, it was called, and it was the, the main reason for the existence of the Stasi, the, the, the secret police, because all over the GDR they uh, were looking for people who wanted, who planned to get out and, and, and persecuted them. And we, when we think about Berlin Wall, it seems like it has something that happened many centuries ago, many decades ago, but it's not that old. It's fairly recent in the human history that something like this has happened. And how did the fall of Berlin Wall happen? Uh, yes, that is an interesting uh, question. I mean, uh, all through the 1980s, at least, there was unrest in the GDR, but also in the Eastern Bloc, we know uh, there were... Uh, uh, with Gorbachev coming to, uh, into power in the Soviet Union in 1985, the climate changed. I mean, there was no longer this big Soviet uh, threatening big brother uh, 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 as there was uh, before. Uh, and this encouraged people to, to uh, think well, perhaps uh, change could be uh, achieved. And the GDR always had this special problem that they had to compete directly with West Germany. Because, I mean, there were people of the same nation, of the same language, people in, in the GDR watched West German television and saw that there was a different life there. So this competition uh, uh, was, was very difficult for them. And they tried to, to, to keep up and, and keep their people happy, but they couldn't. I mean, essentially, they, they were broke. They were, they were economically at an end. And, 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 and there was also this political unrest. So uh, in, in essentially... People again try to get out for, for years now uh, by, by legal means. I mean, there was also the, uh, the year of 1989. Uh, <coughs> people traveled, for instance, from the GDR to Hungary and other, other socialist countries and then uh, 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 crossed the border there. So there was immense political pressure uh, building up uh, over the year in, in, in the GDR. And uh, it simply came to a point on the, on the after lots of demonstrations and and, and, and whatnot on the 9th of November, uh, and in a completely unplanned uh, situation, uh, one one border uh, Bornholmer Straße, one border crossing point, uh, the, the the border guards were simply helpless, uh, had no orders, couldn't couldn't do anything. So when when ten thousands of people simply stood there. Because yeah. there was this news that the, the wall was going to be opened, uh, they, they simply had to stand aside, and so in a sort of bloodless uh, revolution, the whole thing uh, toppled. It's amazing what humans, when they come together, can achieve. 
And so where did the idea of uh, memorializing or preserving the remains of the wall came from? And how did that happen? Yes, it's a curious thing. I mean, whilst the wall was operational mm -hmm. and guarded uh, by the border guards and, and uh, people, of course, died over the, the years, uh, uh, hundreds of them, um, nobody would have thought of the wall as a, uh, as a heritage place, as a monument right, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> But really, in one, in one second, through its fall, through the, the fact that it lost its, 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 its point, uh, its, its operational meaning, from one day to the next, uh, it changed its meaning it, from, 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 a, from, a, from a symbol of oppression, a terrible fortification, to uh, a change to a, a, something completely different. And in fact, uh, I have it from, 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 from best authorities, essentially the day after the fall, Uh, the East Berlin or the, 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 the East German uh, uh, conservation agency, state conservation agency, was already aware. I mean, the next day, uh, people like you and me in the heritage business knew, well, now it's a monument. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it has become an historic monument in one second, and now we have to look after it. Yeah? They didn't like it. Yeah. They, they weren't happy. Uh, they, they, they actually said, well, uh, <laughs> but of course, They did their job. Yeah, um, because it represents uh, the failure of the GDR in one way, and uh, on the other hand, it's a symbol of freedom for the people who who uh, protested against the wall. Yes, and they knew it was a historic monument, and that, and they did their best to preserve it. I mean, nobody wanted to keep everything of it, uh, you know, the, the the whole thing. But the, there was then over the next year or so a struggle. Uh, people tried to get to, to grips with it. It took at least half a year before the uh, politicians uh, got it organized, uh, the, the, the removal of the wall. Obviously, there was a big drive in that uh, direction to, to get rid of it uh, as quickly as possible. But there were already forces uh, to say, well, not so fast. We need some of that. It's not, it's not as if this can simply uh, disappear overnight. We need it to understand what, who we are, what happened, Where we are going to. So, uh, some very brave people actually managed to keep uh, some of the, uh, the wall, well, standing. Uh, because, uh, I mean, there was one, one particular person, uh, the Pfarrer uh, Fischer, the vicar of a, uh, of a, of a, of a church. Um, uh, the church stood in the death strip. It's the famous Church of the Reconciliation, which was blown up in the death strip in 1985. But the, the, the vicar of that parish lived in West Berlin, just next to the, the church. And when the wall uh, was obsolete in 1990, uh, whenever he heard the bulldozers arriving, uh, he ran out into the street in his uh, <laughs> clerical dress and, and just uh, set him away. You know? the and just the, uh, by force of his personality, he kept uh, um, this uh, area Uh, able to preserve that. That is now the, the, the in Bernauer Straße the uh, the landscape of memory where, where the, the the big memorial is. But that's due to one man essentially uh, who, who knew, who simply felt you can't simply uh, wipe this away and pretend it never uh, existed. And uh, why were some people also against preserving the Berlin Wall? Uh, 
because for many people, of course, it was a hugely traumatic right. thing, both in West, West Berlin and in East Berlin. Uh, we must, even today, there's a huge difference in perception between uh, people in Berlin, essentially the old Berliners, uh, okay. uh, who actually uh, knew what the war was, how they feel about the war <coughs> and how the rest of the world feels about the war. For, for, for uh, I mean, millions and millions of people, mostly young people, go to Berlin every year uh, also to see the remnants of the war in Bernaustraße, the East Side Gallery and so forth. And for them, I think it's it's a positive monument. It's, it's about liberation. It's about uh, uh, the, ins the, 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 the proof that actually uh, evil things can't go away. That uh, yeah, the, the the joy of of, of of the fall of the wall. That's the, the main thing. But for Berliners, it has always been, and still to this day, it's it's a traumatic uh, memory of 28 years of families being uh, unable to, to 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 see each other uh, and all that. Uh, so uh, for different reasons, uh, both in East and, uh, and West Berlin. They, 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 they wanted it gone. They, 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 they wanted to, uh, they, they, they clung to the perhaps illusion that, uh, uh, by, by removing the wall, one, one, things could go back to, to, yeah. to what they were, which was, of course, never possible. Right. But it, it's, 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 I think it's a, it's a very human uh, reaction to, 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 to want to get rid of something painful in your life. We also saw some footage of people um, trying to break away pieces of the wall right after its fall. Mm -hmm. And what what is that about? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's uh, also a very, very uh, human uh, 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 reaction. Uh, you you kill the dragon and you want to, to, to break off one of his teeth or whatever, you know, as proof that, that the beast is dead. Yeah, it's it's something, and you you put a piece of the wall in your uh, cupboard. It's uh, become a uh, and it's it's souvenir uh, from Berlin yeah. <laughs> to yes. take a piece of the wall. Yes, it's uh, it's the same thing with uh, you know Christian relics in, in in the Middle Ages. You know, to have a a piece of the the saint, uh, a little bone or whatever. It's it's it promises. Uh, relief, release, and, and 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 it's a proof that. Something good happened in, in, in this particular case, you know. Uh, and it, I mean, it's not just the, the, the tiny pieces, millions of them, which were uh, knocked out of the wall at the time and which you can still, still get in, in Berlin. Uh, it's uh, the very unique thing about the Berlin Wall is that there are, I, I don't know, 200 and more Berlin Wall monuments all over the world, uh, with huge sections of the wall being shipped to, there, there are at least 50 or 60. Berlin Wall, more, more wall monuments in the United States alone, yeah, uh, which are set up as public monuments with original pieces of the wall. No other building in the history of the world has been shipped to all the continents in its in fragments. Yeah, which is quite interesting yeah. because uh, all these pieces that are shipped, they are all um, from one side. They're like beautiful looking. They have graffiti, colorful, um, different stickers on it, and. Um, if you think about Berlin Wall, it's something that's supposed to stop people, but on the other hand, it looks beautiful yes. from the from one side. <laughs> yeah, and that's another thing. All the Berlin Wall monuments you see in the world always show the western side of the wall. Right, yeah. yeah it's, it's a perpetuation of the perception 
during the, the, the time when the wall existed, uh, because it could only be viewed from the western side. And uh, of course, the, what you could see from the western side was the graffiti uh, uh, put on it by people from West Berlin who could touch the wall because, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, but uh, it was just a fake in a, in a way because the real wall was not just the other side of that wall, but a different wall on the other side of the death strip facing East Berlin. That could never, but that was never photographed. That was in a, in a restricted zone and the, the GDR kept a very tight control image control, one might say, uh, so that uh, the, the, the real war, which, uh, which actually faced the people, it was in, intimidating and, 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 and keeping from crossing the border, that was completely ignored. Uh, whereas the, the thing, the, 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 the world knew as the Berlin Wall was just a screen, just a... Uh, uh, you know, that wasn't the real decide. thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, we can also think how media plays a role in this because uh, yeah. the GDR side of the wall, nobody knows about it. And mm -hmm. the pretty side looking wall is what the people view. And it doesn't look as scary and it doesn't look as intimidating as people who are experiencing from the other side who are not allowed to get out yeah. have to experience. Yeah. It was this very Orwellian thing. I mean, uh, you know, Orwell, uh, Orwell's novel 1984, in which he depicts a, 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 a dictatorship uh, where people always say uh, the opposite of, of what they really mean. I mean, there's the Ministry of Peace and they are, they, uh, are the, 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 the war ministry and so forth. Uh, and the GDR learned from that. They always called things uh, a in name a positive which, spin. Yeah. So the, 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 the Berlin Wall was in, 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 in GDR parlance the anti-fascist protection rampart. <laughs> pretending, you know, uh, that the wall towards West Berlin was there to keep the fascist hordes from the West from invading the GDR. Yeah? In reality, and, and, and the, the, the wall facing East Berlin was called the hinterland security fence. Yeah? Pretending that it was just, I mean, for the backside. In reality, of course, it was the opposite. It was the, the real front, front line. And so that is rather confusing. Uh, but that's how it was meant to be. And then why does it become important to preserve the remains of this wall? Um, because um, it uh, was so important for people, for, for millions of people for a very long time. I actually... Probably for the whole world. I mean, when, when, uh, I remember when, uh, in the year, uh, well, and, uh, and the run up to the, uh, millennium to in the year 2000, there were often lists, uh, in, in international newspapers and so forth, the most important events of the last 2000 years. And the Berlin Wall, the fall of the Berlin Wall was always an, an amongst the top five, uh, at least, yeah. Because uh, for decades, um, the Berlin Wall wasn't just uh, an interior German thing, you know, about keeping Germans from passing from one side to the other. Berlin was the one spot on the globe where the superpowers of the time, the United States and the Soviet Union, were in direct contact. Yeah? I mean, uh, Korea, Vietnam and so forth, those were all uh, wars fought between the, 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 the two systems, but on, uh, by, 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 with the help of. Without their others, physical presence, yeah? yeah. But there was never 
Americans shooting Soviet soldiers and, and the other way around. But in, in, in Berlin, uh, I mean, all the world uh, watched in, in uh, uh, bated breath, 1961 in October, uh, the direct confrontation of American and Soviet tanks on, uh, at the at Checkpoint Charlie uh, checkpoint. Yeah? And that was uh, the, 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 the struggle for, for, for Berlin was always felt as something which could cause the, 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 the beginning of, the, of World War III. That's why it was uh, so important for, 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 for everybody. And if we look at it from a globalized perspective also, we can see how it's important to preserve the world so something like that does not happen again. Because uh, human memory is not so, um, uh, how do you say it, like, um, we forget easily. And if we don't have a yeah. monument, if we don't have remains yeah. in, uh, in physical shape, we, f we tend to forget about it. Yes, and it's about also about understanding how did this work? Did it really exist? I mean, it's uh, uh, and 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 what is its significance? I mean, the Berlin Wall. I mean, there have always been walls in the history of mankind. I mean, the Great Wall yeah. of China and and, and 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 whatnot. But every other wall uh, you can think of in the history has been to uh, keep out an exterior threat, something. Yeah is threatening you, you build up a wall and hide behind it. Yeah? Mm -hmm. And the Berlin Wall is unique because it wasn't primarily built uh, to, 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 to keep some, somebody out, but to keep people in. Yeah? There's no other example of, of walls in, in history to keep your own people from running away. That is something you... And it's... it's uh, <laughs> uh, there are so many things you can... Uh, 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 well, study uh, about uh, about the wall but it's for, for that it's necessary to, for it to be there physically uh, in, in, in traces and remnants at, at least so you can uh, also check or, or uh, and see well what it, what has been written about it because I mean the, the, it was always propaganda uh, from from both sides uh, about the Berlin wall but what what does the real thing the physical source actually say yeah? and that's when you can for instance, uh, disprove this idea uh, that the wall was facing west against an exterior threat because you see how, how it's how, uh, physically all these elements uh, are turned eastward to keep people from, 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 from going out because even to this day there are still border guard generals who say well that was just a national border like any other and we just did our job as everybody else who, who, who protects their borders you know and, and you can point to to things which uh, disprove that because there's phys physical evidence. Right. And um, when we talk about the border guard and their narrative also, um, we can see the difference between the state narrative from both sides, from the East uh, government and the West government, and then there's the people's side. So how is it culturally relevant? What is the emotional significance and the cultural significance of the uh, memorial of the site? Um. <coughs> Well, the Berlin Wall uh, is, of course, in this sense, uh, nearly the perfect monument because it's so ugly. Because it's uh, it's 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 not great architecture; it's just concrete, uh, and that's where we can see that it's not about the thing; it's about the people. Uh, uh, to, uh, that it's 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 something which we can use and study to understand the people who who produced it, the people. 
uh, who uh, who uh, lived with it, suffered from it, and so forth, and and and, and uh, the events uh, that uh, that uh, belong uh, to it. Um, and even to this day, people uh, have uh, direct emotional uh, relationship to that. It is significant for them, uh, but but different people have very different. Uh, reactions to it, memories of it, uh, and, and 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 see it, perceive it uh, differently, and that is uh, that is the important thing. It's not about finding the one true narrative, yeah. narrative of perception, but the, the, the sum of all the different uh, uh, perceptions. That is what what makes this uh, place uh, significant, even if they are contradictory, because it's not to, to say you are right and I am wrong uh, right, uh, yeah. in your interpretation, but to take uh, uh, all these different views uh, seriously. And uh, I mean, one thing about the Berlin Wall is that it has uh, acquired a completely new existence after its fall, after its demolition. Yeah? Because uh, on the one hand, there was this thing in Berlin which had its purpose, okay. Uh, but with the fall of the wall, it has become, as it were, a free-floating icon, which people can adapt Interpre to yeah. their own interpret in their own ways yeah and yeah. in their own situation yeah yeah that's why these Berlin Wall monuments in Argentina or or Japan or, or Australia uh, are so interesting because they are, they are not about Berlin yeah it's not that yeah it's they are about something else something specific which people adapted into their own life and that, that but these people often want to go to Berlin and see the real thing, and then come uh, uh, away perhaps with a completely different uh, view, with a changed view of what it was all about. And that's so interesting what happens to people when they engage with the topic as such. And if we think about it, um, has there been any effort to preserve also some of these uh, accounts of people oh, who yes. mm -hmm. have uh, been through the experience? Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, there is the Berlin Wall Foundation. Uh, which was founded as late as 2008 um, because Berlin, um, as I said, they wanted to forget about the wall. It took yeah. quite a while for them, uh, for politicians in Berlin and also the federal politicians to actually do something about it, uh, the memory and the commemoration and so forth. But they founded the Berlin Wall Foundation, which not only looks after this landscape of memory uh, in Werner in Straße, but also conducts uh, and has done so for, for, for a long time, taking over from, from a trust who uh, did that before, conducts interviews with uh, victims or anybody who uh, was uh, wants to record their, their memories and, and so forth. And one thing, uh, uh, and that is a huge body of, 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 yeah. of uh, uh, yeah, uh, Information and 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 uh, very emotional, of course, in 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 in, in places, um, <clears throat> and it's it's so interesting to see these various groups who are were affected of the war by the war, uh, particularly uh, some that are often overlooked, uh, um, which is, for instance, the border guards themselves. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, the wall existed for twenty eight years. Uh, at any given time, there were about 10,000 soldiers guarding it. Uh, mostly conscripts, normal young people, young men from, not from Berlin. They would never take anybody from Berlin to guard the wall, uh, but people from uh, the rest of the GDR. Uh, 
Uh, and uh, if you add up uh, rough, at a rough calculation, that means about 200,000 men uh, during uh, uh, the, the time of the existence of the wall, most of whom are still alive, uh, still around us. And uh, one thing that always uh, has fascinated us who, who studied different aspects of the wall is the resounding silence from these people. 200,000 uh, men yeah. uh, uh, who li still live uh, amongst us and there's nothing. Yeah, uh, You would expect after 30 years a, a, a range of of, of books, you know, my life with the wall, or how it was to to to, to be in in border regiment thirty three or, or whatever, nothing, nothing. Yeah, they have their uh, their circles on the internet, closed uh, 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 websites, and, and and so forth. Uh, <coughs> but they, and these are not people who who uh, uh, are planning to re resurrect the the GDR or whatever. They are also traumatized yeah. uh, when when you when you when you find them mm -hmm. when you talk to them you, you find that uh, they they also uh, have a particular history of uh, and, 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 and perception of the war which is uh, very human because they are, they are normal people you know right. and, and it's interesting to study how did uh, at the time how was it possible to uh, make a normal boy from I don't know, Dessau or whatever, uh, shoot uh, his own compatriots uh, at the wall when they, they try to cross, you know. It's, it's uh, yeah, a very fascinating study what happened there. I think uh, when we as a class also went for the Berlin Wall excursion and just visiting these places, you feel something when you visit some of the remains of the wall. There, It's a place of reflection of... Uh, of memory that something that you did not experience yourself but you can feel mm -hmm. it through the place to the environment of the place itself yes uh, uh, again um, it's uh, the, 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 when you take an abstract or academic uh, approach uh, uh, slightly uh, distance uh, there are so many aspects about the wall which make it uh, a, a perfect study in a way. Uh, mm -hmm. For instance, this this question of a trauma scape of a, of a, of places where things happened, and you can't see them. You can't see that this happened here, and still it's 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 uh, important that it's just this place. It's not you know. Um, and uh, what what does it take to make a, a, a place a location? Significant, even if there's nothing there, uh, nothing you yeah. know. If uh, you can, you can actually you, can no, you cannot yeah. see any physical things, but yeah. just being there and imagining what yeah. there, what was there. Yeah, and emptiness is is an important factor. I mean, as long as uh, a place, it doesn't have to be uh, untouched and and so that it, it's it's really as it was. But as long as it as nothing else has taken its place. It still works. That's a discussion about Checkpoint Charlie. I mean, Checkpoint Charlie is an iconic place because it was the border crossing point for foreigners. So that's uh, internationally the best known of the, the border crossing uh, points. Uh, and that's why, why people go there because it's, 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 it's well known. But um, of, until this day, uh, I mean, not, nothing much, not really anything has been preserved there. But at least it's not built over yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, and there are a few walls uh, of of houses uh, 
which faced the, uh, the, the, the border crossing point, which you can also identify in historical photographs. And that's enough as a kind of physical uh, visual anchor to say at the, the, when you are at the stage, yes, this is Checkpoint Charlie. Yeah? Uh, and uh, there's still a plan, there are still plans going on of uh, building uh, two large high-rise blocks right there. Uh, and uh, that, of course, would probably extinguish uh, the significance of the place, because if, if it's just a, a, a street crossing like any other with, with high-rises around here, it doesn't really matter any longer that it's Checkpoint Charlie. But as long as there's this void, as long as there's this emptiness, people still feel the resonance uh, of, the, uh, of the place. And that is something which I think is now being uh, addressed also by the, by the urban planning uh, for that particular space to keep that uh, possibility alive that you can actually go there and see, yes, this was the place where Checkpoint Charlie was, yeah, because you can still feel something of the space there. I, uh, this has been a great talk. I think it's important to uh, remember the Berlin Wall for what it was and what it represents now, because the meanings have evolved over time. And uh, to also be a little hopeful be have that hope that something like that will not repeat in the future also because when we think about berlin wall we think that's something happened that's something that happened many 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 years ago but it's only what 30 years 40 years to it 30, 30 years yeah and uh, it's fascinating to see how far away that seems but uh, to be cognizant in the future do not repeat the things of the past we have to uh, have the remains from the past to not live in those shadows, but also be aware and make uh, better choices for the future. <laughs> uh, thank you for being on the show uh, and goodbye. <laughs> thank you.